Catch Up with Cat. Hello and welcome to Catch Up with Cat with me, Cat Harvey. I hope you're ready for some fun this morning and have a banana at the ready. It will all make sense, I promise. Joining me for a wee catch up this morning and for some morning motivation is Kevin McLeod from Funbox. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning, good morning. How are you today? Oh, tip top. How are you? Fine, fine. It's a lovely sunny day. The dog is looking at me in an expectant way that she's going to get a walk any second now, so I'll probably have to do that <laughs> immediately. If she starts barking, you'll know why. But <laughs> oh, that's good. It's fine. All these lovely Zoom interviews, there's children, there's Wayne's, there's old people and dogs jumping in for a bit of fun so we don't care we don't care that's half the fun of it exactly (laughs) so kevin tell us first of all if we don't know what is funbox what do you guys do well funbox are a family theater group uh we formed five years ago uh uh, when the singing kettle came to an end we were the the final incarnation as it were of the the, the, the much missed singing kettle uh when it came to an end in 2015 uh, we couldn't take the name, we couldn't take the company, so we, we restarted ourselves as, as Funbox. And we've been going up and down the country ever since, singing songs, being silly and having a bit of a laugh. Um, so obviously, at the moment, we are not able to do this. <laughs> that actually sounds like my dream job, to be honest, just having a laugh well, and singing songs know, and I'll, making people I'll, happy. <laughs> exa- I always say it's working for a living, so uh, it's, it's the stuff in between the shows that's the work. But, no, that's, of course, <laughs> that's, putting that's it all, all together. So tell me, how have you guys adapted to lockdown then? What have you been able to do? Well, obviously, as a theatre company, we we are not able to do what we we normally do. So we've been sitting watching our tour dates that we had scheduled for this year tumbling. (laughs) October now is the latest one that's gone. So what we've been doing is is just trying to keep folks aware that we're still about. And we we put out a a, a live stream every Friday afternoon, uh, which we call our Funbox Friday, um, which we do like four or five minutes live show and uh, and what the complicated thing is because technology hasn't quite got there yet for the three of us in our three homes across scotland to uh to be able to sing together that's the problem is we, we can't there's always a slight delay so we have to do songs individually which is which sometimes is a bit of a challenge <laughs> a bit of a challenge with technology <laughs> we have at hand so um bonzo the dog he's still involved he's doing a, he does a, a bag of gags every wednesday so uh, encourages folks <laughs> to send in their, their funnies um, uh, so we get kids sending in not only their go- jokes but videos of them telling the jokes, which uh, which is highly entertaining. Um, so every Wednesday there's a little um, uh, uh, video from Bonzo of him telling people's jokes. Uh, Fluffy and Flossy, the Funsters, they do a weekly news show where kids are encouraged to send in their news items for the week of what they're getting up to. And to be honest, some of the stuff that folks are getting up to is really creative. I mean, some of the artwork stuff we've had in is... Brilliant. So yeah, most impressive sort of stuff. We've been putting out videos on YouTube. We've been putting out our, our own silly music videos as well. I did one for the, the Boogie song last week, which um, was great fun doing to me. And to be honest, the technology you can get on your phone these days is is quite remarkable for editing these things together. So um, so yeah, we just keep stuff going. Just just keep kids entertained, hopefully, and mums and dads too, hopefully as well. Yes. Very important is keeping the mums and dads entertained as well. I'll be honest, Kevin, I had a little sneaky listen to your tracks uh, before chatting to you today, and I am completely obsessed with I'm a fan of banana. (laughs) (laughs) I think we all are. 
I'm a fan of Banana. This is this is from the show that should have been on two at the moment. This is from Jungle Party, and this song is is all totally the creation of our music man Gary. He did the words and the lyrics. <laughs> Usually, it's a bit of a combination. You know, I'll write the words for one, and Gary always does the music sort of thing, or Annie will write the words for one, and or oh, it's a combination of the three of us. But this is a, is a solo effort. And we can take no credit other than for Gary for I'm a fan of Banana. Well, I'm going to have to play a tiny little clip of this and it will Hooray. stick in your brain all day. So here is I'm a fan of Banana. I'm a fan of Banana. Banana, banana, banana. My dad's a fan, my mom's a fan and my papa's a fan of Banana. People say we're a funny bunch because we're all fans of Banana. Kevin, what is not to yes. love about that? It just makes you smile. Well, you know, it does make you smile. It is one of these earworms that it's just gonna just gonna haunt you all day long. So uh, you know, it is, it's a great one. We, when we first played it in rehearsals, he just okay, oh, I've got this idea for a song, and, and we were like that. And like, okay, then, uh, and he, he just played it. We were like that. That's an absolute belter. So um, yeah, it's 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 it was straight in the show, and uh, so yeah, Bonzo and Anya do that one in, in Jungle Party. So can you tell us why do you think that music and interaction is so good for the mental health of all our children that are watching these shows? Well, what we found, I mean, even when we've been doing our, our Friday live stream shows uh, on Facebook, is, is kids do sit and they interact. We, we get them doing a treasure hunt, so they'll get maybe five items to run about the house and find and all that. But the music thing is just its just a, something to get them up off their, you know, their bottoms and to, to get them involved. And when we're doing a live show, Big people don't get off with it, so you know they, they can be. You know, it's not it's not a sort of sit back and just let the kids do it. We we want the big people to join in as well. So, it's I think it's just a bit of you know communal singing is is something I don't know primeval. I suppose we've been singing around the campfire for, for, for millions of years probably. So there's there's something just a communal experience about it that I think is really important. So yeah, if we can keep that people singing and smiling, you know that's that's half the battle. I think in these strange days, these strange days. Oh, we all need to be smiling our faces. Now, the lovely thing about your um, interactive videos that you've been doing and your live events for Funbox is you're now getting a much more varied audience. They're watching from all over the world, aren't they? Well, I suppose, yes. I mean, as a, as a theatre show, we, we tend to stick to Scotland. Um, you know, we've done the, the odd foray across the border into England. We did the Cambridge Folk Festival one year, which was which is great, but slightly surreal experience. But yeah, we've mostly been a sort of Scottish entity. But what we're finding with this is there's people watching in Australia. I've never actually worked out what time of day it is in Australia when we're doing a show at four o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know what time, middle of the night, but every week there's somebody from Australia, or, you know, a couple of people from Australia are watching. There's people in Colorado last weekend. There's quite a few people down in England catching up. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's great that that, you know, we can sort of reach reach across the globe, around the world with Funbox. So, uh, so yeah, it's been quite, quite interesting. Kevin, for all your international fans that you're gathering now, I would love to play them a clip of the Scottish classic You Canny Shove Your Granny Aff a Bus. Now, how would you describe that to your international fans hearing it for the first time? Well, I, I would say it's it's a cautionary tale, uh, a modern-day cautionary tale <laughs> of the perils of pushing elderly relatives off moving vehicles. So, uh, yeah, it is a plan. It is one of these songs that we could, I think we literally could do this on every single show we do, and people would be quite, quite happy. It's, you know, there's a few songs in that bracket that people just 
you love hearing. There's that one, there's Bunny Poo Poo over the Irish Sea, which is a, a favourite of mine, which I think just people, yeah, fine, you could stick it in every show and nobody would be bothered at all. So, yeah, I don't know why. It transcends the ages, I think. It does. Well, here's a little clip of You Can You Shove Your Granny Off A Bus. Oh, you can you shove your granny off a bus. Push, push. An absolute classic, <laughs> Kevin. I just don't think you can top that one. I so don't rem- think so. I think it's... <laughs> Remind us one more time, where can we find you then if we're looking for you on social media? Well, we're, we're, we're kind of all over. I mean, Facebook is, is the main stopping off point. Um, we have videos on YouTube. We're, we're now on Vimeo as well, which I think is a, a fairly new occurrence is, is getting stuff on Vimeo. That's, we're all, all over Facebook and all over these sort of bits you can find us. So that's well, where we are. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's Kevin McLeod from Funbox, making people, little people and big people too, smile all over the world. Thank you so much, Kevin, for joining me for a catch-up. Catch-up with Kat. We're in this together. If you feel that you need any advice in coping with stress or time management, homeschooling or even your sleep, check out the website clearyourhead.scot. Catch up with Kat. Joining me for a catch up this afternoon is Kat Hepburn, who is a scriptwriter, a spoken word artist, and an educator as well. Hello, Kat. How are you getting on? Hi, I'm good, Kat. How are you? There's so many cats. It's a cat fest. I've never spoken to another cat like this before. This is great fun. So, first of all, Kat, you, you've got this amazing title scriptwriter, spoken word artist, and educator. It just sounds fabulous. But I guess some people, probably like myself, will be going, What does that actually mean? So, can you enlighten us? What, what does that actually mean? Sure. Well, every day is kind of a bit different for me. Um, I could be writing a short film at some point, I write stage plays, I write poetry, all just boils down to telling stories and and making people laugh and engaging with things that I find interesting that I think other people will as well. So it's a bit of everything but mostly it's all about sharing stories. A wee bit of everything, I love that. Now you've been involved in a new lockdown poem, so first of all tell us how did that all come about? So I was approached by the Scottish government who who are launching this new campaign called Clear Your Head and they just asked me to come up with a poem that would try and summarise maybe some of the wee things that people could do to try and improve their mental health. Um, So yeah, it was great fun for me. I love getting commissions like this. Uh, I love getting a little brief and putting my own spin on it and trying to think of all the different ways that people could, uh, you know, try and lift their spirits in this kind of difficult time, as they keep saying. So yeah, that, that was it. And then, um, and what they did was they put loads of different people's voices in it as well. So the video's not just me um, rattling on. It's got lots of uh, diverse people from all around Scotland uh, saying my words, which was really nice to see as well. That must feel amazing, seeing um, real people reading your words. Do you know what? It never gets old, that feeling of seeing someone <laughs> uh, perform. It really doesn't. I, I just love it. I really love it because... I do my own writing and performing, so I've written a lot of stuff that was deliberately uh, written for me to be to, to perform it. But it's just great seeing other people uh, sort of take the reins, and and yeah, it just gives you a nice wee feeling. <laughs> now, was it important for you to use real people? You know, I don't think these guys are professional actors. They look very much like uh, somebody that you would live next door to, somebody you'd meet in a shop. 
Did this make a big difference for you within this particular piece? Do you know what? I think it really did because the whole sort of sentiment of the piece is that we're all going through this together. I know some of us are finding it a lot harder than others, but we are all going through it. And from, you know, your local takeaway shop to the wee old woman down the street, there's just a vast amount of people in our communities and in our lives. Um, so I think the video did a really good job of showing the kind of breadth of people and showing that it is everyday people. It's not just, you know, performers um, making content. It's actually real people, as they say, um, ordinary people who whose lives are kind of, you know, up in arms as well. So, yeah, I think it was important to get that across that everyone's going through it. Now, you're the very first voice and the very last voice on this poem. So let's just take a little listen. With everything that's happening... We're all feeling a bit rubbish, having days where our heads are fuzzy and our bodies are sluggish. At times like these, it's normal to feel lonely or stressed, overwhelmed, anxious, your mind in a mess. But there are little steps and practices that can definitely help. Give you a smile, a breather and improve your mental health. And most importantly, we are all in this together. Oh, it's brilliant. I love it. So the main kind of theme there, I'm guessing, is that anxiety, worry, stress, it's all very normal. We're all going through this at the moment. It is so normal. And even if people without pre-existing mental health conditions, you know, even uh, the happiest, most optimistic person that's feeling totally stable will be having dips and days where they are feeling like, you know, they've got the world on their shoulders. So I think the key thing is to remember that everyone's uh, susceptible to feeling like that and it is normal to be feeling down and stressed and worried about this global pandemic that's going on. So yeah, absolutely. Now it's a stressful time, we've mentioned this for so many people. How can writing down our thoughts be good for our mental health? How does this help us? So I, as you mentioned at the start, Kat, I'm an educator as well as a writer. So I work mm -hmm. with a big wide range of people usually um, and some people that don't really even like writing to begin with or don't like poetry or whatever. And what I always teach people is that it's not about getting the perfect thing written down, but it's actually the process of it and even just getting your words on a, on a bit of paper, even if you don't show it to anyone or you don't read it out, it's actually very healing and cathartic and it feels good to just be able to express yourself, whether that be a negative thought or a positive thought. I really, really believe that just getting those little things down on a bit of paper can, can completely uh, help and transform your mood as well if you're feeling a bit down about something, I, I really believe that um, getting it on a bit of paper and, and exploring that uh, can, yeah, can help. Well, I um, I don't know if you know this, like in the first few weeks of lockdown before I started working in this little catch up with Cat Show, I had started writing a five minute poem every single day and sticking it up on Twitter, right? And the, <laughs> the point of this was it, it couldn't take me any more than five minutes. So there's not a lot, there's no research, it's just firing some words on a page and it was kind of subjects that had meant something to me in that particular day. So would you like to cast your critical eye over some of these, Kat? Oh, oh my goodness, I would love nothing right. more, go for it, Kat. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the first one, right, and, and you can, you'll see I'm, I'm taking things from everyday life. So basically what's happened is I'd gone a walk in the park for my exercise and a seagull had um, left me a massive present down the back of my jacket okay so I entitled I entitled this one the skittery seagull <laughs> and and here is uh, I'll not give you the full poem it was quite an extensive one this is just a verse from it 
The winged assassin's aim was as deadly as could be. I'm feeling oh so special that he chose to splat on me. Right, what, what's your thoughts on that one? That's my first one. <laughs> I think that's great. Really, really strong rhyming scheme and it was humorous as well. Which, that we need, we need humour in these dark times, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Good. My second one is about my specialist subject, if I was ever to go in Mastermind, and that is Freddo's. You know the little chocolate bar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> my favourite pal, my trusty friend, my one in times of need. I love to rip your wrapper off and bite clean off your head. <laughs> Yeah, I love that one. I also like to rip the wrapper off and bite the heat off a of Freddo. <laughs> so that's kind of my standard. But do you know what? I actually enjoyed doing it. And it was just a little bit of silliness and a little bit of nonsense and a little bit of fun for me at the end of, end of a day. So I guess that's what you're trying to teach people as well. Writing can actually be fun. Yeah, it can be. And it doesn't all have to be, oh, I'm feeling so, you know, bad today. It could be exactly something silly happens in the park or, you know, you could just write, you could write about anything. An exercise I love doing with people when I'm uh, doing my workshops is uh, write a poem about an angry carrot. That always goes down well from young (laughs) ones all the way into like, you know, people in their 60s and 70s and 80s. And it just, it's one of these things that the sillier it is, the more kind of light relief you from it and it's just good fun isn't it so what would you say then to our listeners that are maybe full of ideas they want to let off a bit of steam but they haven't picked up a pen since maybe school days maybe they were rubbish at it but they you know they've got ideas what can they be doing i think if you've got ideas i would just start jotting them down in a way that works for you some people prefer to write on their phones Uh, some people would prefer the kind of old school pen and, and paper and just start writing them down and don't uh, don't set yourself any big long projects and go well you know I want to I want to write a novel or just think small baby steps and off it and you'll find that the more you write down the easier it'll get just give it a bash go for it what yeah. brilliant advice Kat Hepburn thank you so much for joining me for a wee catch up I love the poem it's absolutely fantastic where can we see it? Uh, it is on the Scottish Government's Twitter and Facebook and uh, you can find me at, at Kat Hepburn right across all social media I've shared it as well listen Kat absolutely brilliant to talk to you thank you so much and good luck with everything thanks for joining me for a catch up catch up with Kat we're in this together Don't forget, if you need any advice on coping with stress or helping unwind, check out the brilliant website clearyourhead.scot. Catch up with Kat. Joining me this evening for a wee catch up is Neil Hutchison from the charity Tiny Changes. First of all, good evening, Neil. How are you getting on? Hi there, Kat. I am doing not too bad, thanks. How are you? Excellent. That's I'm I'm all right. I'm okay. It's lovely to talk to you. Now, please tell me all about Tiny Changes. Who are you and what is it that you're hoping to do? Sure, yeah. Um, Tiny Changes is a Scottish mental health charity focusing on children and young people. Um, We set the family up by we, I mean me and my family, um, after the death of my brother Scott Hutchison um, in 2018. He was the singer in Frightened Rabbit, um, as well as being my brother. Um, and we were devastated by by his death. Um, and, and so we, we really just wanted to do something positive um, out the back of that. So really we had the idea fairly quickly to set up um, a charity. Um, we wanted it to focus on mental health and we felt that focusing on children and young people 
was the best thing to kind of get in get in early and, and it's clearly an area that um that that, that needs work um that needs help and so we're super excited to be to be in that space i mean it's such a tragic but unfortunately increasingly familiar story now why was it that you and your family sat around the table and thought we need to do something about this right now well, I think Scott, because he was a singer in, in, in a band and, and you know, had a, lot, had a lot of fans, he was quite high profile. And so his death, well, his, his life, but also his death, you know, was, was, was news and, and got a lot of attention. And we felt like we, um, that we had a platform. But also Scott, when he was alive, um, spoke a lot about, about mental health and was, uh, you know, a passionate advocate for or doing doing something about it he supported yeah. various mental health charities um, uh, professionally and personally and so we felt that it was the right thing to do to carry on an appropriate legacy for Scott was to carry to carry that on um, and you know we we just wanted to kind of channel that grief that we had and that was that, that, that lots, lots as it turned out lots of other people had around uh, the frightened rabbit community and beyond uh, into something positive. I think it's an incredible thing that you're doing and um, so much good can come out of it. Tell us, first of all, where did the name Tiny Changes come from? Yes, funnily enough, that was one of the first things that, that kind of came uh, came to be was, was the name. Um, there's, a, there's a song um, on Frightened Rabbit's second record uh, called Head Rolls Off and in it there's a line um, which says, while I'm alive I'll make tiny changes to air. Um, that was, and it, and it kind of became one of one of their signature lines. It's, it's such it's such a good line, um, and, and I think you know more more and more poignant um, after Scott's death. He, did, he very much did do that, um, and so we wanted to carry that on. Uh, Neil, you have to fill me in as well. I actually love this story. It puts a smile in my face. Where the band got the name Frightened Rabbit because it's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so Scott was, you know, he was an he was an anxious child. I think it's fair to say, um, you know, he didn't have huge groups of friends. He wasn't that confident. He would stay quite close to quite close to my parents uh, when we were out and about. Um, and mum, mum kind of described him once as a as a frightened rabbit. Like was, was a bit shy. Um, oh. And so I think when he he went away to art school in Glasgow, um, kind of plucked up the confidence to pick up his guitar and stand on stage and, and sing. It was almost a kind of ironic comment to say, well, look at, look at me now, Mum, look at the frightened rabbit now. I'm kind of up here up here performing in front of people. And uh, so it kind of, it kind of stuck. It's just, it's just a lovely name. I think it's, I think it's really cute. And, and Scott was, you know, a rock star, let's be honest. You know, there was yep. that adulation there. He was in a band. He was handsome, talented, successful. Well, I don't have a handsome cat. Oh, come on. It's in the jeans. <laughs> He's my wee brother. Go with it, go with it. <laughs> he was, he was a handsome boy. That's fine, I'll give um, you that. Do you think that sometimes make it, makes it more difficult for his fans to understand what actually then unfolded? Yeah, I mean, I, I think yes on one hand. Um, on the other hand, um, you know, listening to Scott's lyrics, um, you know, he, he, he did give... He was pretty honest in, in his lyrics about how he was feeling. They were mostly about about him and about what was going on inside his head. So I think fans who uh, who knew his songs 
uh, you know, and read his interviews and, and heard him speak, knew, knew kind of that, that, he, that he was having um, tough times and difficult thoughts. Um, so he was, he was, he was quite, he was quite honest about it. Um, and yeah, I, but, but you make a good point. I, it, it, it just shows that what's on the what's on the surface in terms of success and lifestyle, etc., doesn't necessarily translate into into happiness and sustained happiness. So, and that's a difficult that's a difficult thing. Uh, we had, you know, I don't think we've kind of got our heads around that yet. Um, but probably never will. Um, but but uh, you know, I think I, I think. If there was one message there, it's like don't you know don't necessarily don't just assume that someone's okay just by just by looking at them or, or seeing that they're successful or whatever. Absolutely. And have you been able to reach out to people through tiny changes who maybe wouldn't have wanted to go through other maybe more conventional mental health routes? Yeah, I mean we've we've certainly had a lot of people. One of one of the things that we that we want to do is to is to tell people stories. Um, is to is to listen. Um, so yeah, I think we've got a unique um, kind of platform because of you know who, who Scott was and his and his profile. <clears throat> and so we, we don't we don't just want to tell Scott's story. We want to hear what what other people have, have got to say, particularly young people. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't fall into that category anymore, sadly. But I, I, uh, we, so, so we, we need you to. You were once, though. You remember what I, it was I, like. I, I, I do, <laughs> and I've got I've got three of them living with me now, so um, I, I know I know what it's oh. like for them. But um, no, I, I, you know, we, we want to hear their stories and um, hear what what bothers them, what affects them, what helps them, um, and we want to use our voice to project those stories out into the world um, so yeah I, I hope that people have felt able to connect with us in a way that perhaps they, they haven't been able to do with other organisations Finally then Neil what do you think would be a fitting legacy for your brother Scott um, from the point of view of Tiny Changes? I just I just like to see children and young people's mental health move, moved up the agenda I just think it, it, it has been you know, if mental health has fallen behind physical health in, in terms of um, public public perception and how, how aware people are of it, then children and young people have fallen even behind adult mental health. So I think that it really needs to be brought right into the, the, the forefront of people's minds. Um, it needs more... Um, more attention, more more funding, obviously, like everything. Um, you know, I think, and I think the lockdown period uh, is not is not a positive thing for that. I think it will, it, you know, there's the potential for it to come out, you know, in a worse place than it, than we went in. Uh, so I think, I guess, in terms of tiny changes, legacy over the next few years, if we can make a difference to that, you know, if we can just kind of push that, we know we can secure mental Ill, Ill health um, or, or solve the problem but if we can just be part of the part of the solution part of moving it forward then I think I think Scott would be proud of us Oh I think he certainly would be and where can we find you then what's the website? tinychanges.com um, and t- Tiny Changes on all the all the social media uh, handles as well Okay well Neil Hutchison from the charity Tiny Changes. Um, I'm in awe of you, I really am, and your dedication. So good luck with all your future endeavours. If you and Tiny Changes can help just one person through their dark times, then 
Scott will have left a very moving and important lasting impression and you are doing your brother and your family proud. Neil, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Kat. Appreciate that. Thank you. Catch up with Kat. We're in this together. Don't forget, if you're struggling in any way, the website clearyourhead.scot is packed full of great advice to help. I'm back at 9.40 in the morning when cafe owner Jess Dennison will be telling us how to make a bargain curry and broadcaster and writer Tam Cowan will be singing about one. Yes, really, you don't want to miss this one. Catch up with Cat in association with the Scottish Government.